Are you right-handed, left-handed, or perhaps ambidextery? I'm a left-handed monster. It is a straight translation from my local dialect Hokkien as Dou Chiu Guai. Thanks for listening to this channel. My name is Mei, and in this episode, I want to share my voice about being a Dou Chiu Guai. Yes. It is not just the pronunciation that matters; it's the tone of saying it matters. The purpose of my podcast is to share my voice to help me heal from within and to grow and improve. I hope that by sharing my voice, some of you may relate and know that you are not alone in this. We are all different in many ways. We have different lives, different stories. I want to use this channel to share mine, and I thank you for listening. Feel free to leave a comment by using Anchor.fm. With stories about my gender and my name for the past two episodes, I grew up thinking I'm an ugly girl. That is a disappointment to my parents. Yes, I know it's silly, but that's how I grew up, and being a left-handed does not help at all. You know how adult wishes to go back to their childhood because it's carefree and nothing to worry about. At age thirty-five, I never really wanted to go back to my childhood, but producing this podcast channel has given me a chance to reflect and self-observe in so many different ways. Yes, I don't like my childhood because most of the chosen memories I had and I can remember was living in fear. There were some fun and colorful moments, but I, I may not like it, but I'm grateful for it because it shaped me to be who I am today. When I first discovered that I'm a lefty or to chiu guai. I thought I was the only person in this world that is left-handed. I couldn't understand why I can't write with my right hand. I just don't even know how to hold a pen with my right hand at all. I can't feed myself with my right hand. I can't hold a pair of chopsticks with my right hand. I was called a left-handed monster for a reason. I remember sitting and tearing and trying to hold a pen with my right hand. Not that I already knew how to write at that age, but it just doesn't feel right holding a pen with my right hand. I still remember I have designated seat at home or outside. I need to sit at the left side of the table so that I will not annoy the person next to me. Even until today, I'm still very cautious of where I'm sitting, and if it's a round table, sometimes I get nervous. Because I want to make sure that I'm sitting in a place where I have enough space for the person next to my left, so that this person will not feel annoyed because I'm a left-handed. I was maybe four or five going into kindergarten school. I thought I would finally and mysteriously know how to hold a pen if I grew older. But at age seven, I knew for sure I could never write with my right hand. No matter how hard I tried, or how many times I cried, I was so afraid and scared because I need to step into primary school soon. 
I was truly nervous when it's approaching the first day of primary school. I remember laying down on my bed, trying to imagine how would it be. And because I was brainwashed for years, that if I don't write with my right hand, my classmates are going to laugh at me and my teacher will punish me because I'm a left-handed monster. And that thought took me over so bad. I cried on my first day and the rest of the month going to school at age seven. And then I cry again the next year and the year after because every year the form teacher change and I'm afraid that teacher is going to be the teacher that will punish me for being a lefty. Living in an imaginary fear is the scariest way of living. The good thing is, I have never once met that teacher that would punish me as I was told. I felt being cheated. <laughs> there are three things that I'm grateful for being a lefty. First, it's obviously my mom. And yes, she was the one who called me a left-handed monster. It was mentally abusive, but hey, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. For years, I was petrified, but I survived. <laughs> As I grew older, I tried to seek first to understand. And as usual, story time and casual conversation with my parents is the most priceless moments that I had. So again, I started to ask my mom about, hey, why did you, you know, tell me all this torturing words to me when I was young? And uh, she told me the same story about how she discovered that I'm a lefty since I was a baby because she saw how I hold my milk bottle and how I feed myself. She tried to put my left hand away and force me to feed with my right hand. I just couldn't even bring the food to my mouth properly. At age 14 or so when I was in high school, I finally understood why she threatened me with all these abusive words and planted negative seed in my mind about classmate laughing and teacher punishing me. It was all because she was worried that I couldn't catch up by writing with my left hand. She was worried that I may not get properly educated. And more importantly, she was worried that I'm going to end up like her. I believe back then, many parents, especially Asian, were using different ways to make their child write with right hand. I was told it's because of the Chinese wordings and strokes. It is only taught to be written with a right hand. Well, I know her method may not be appropriate or may not be right, but I know for sure her intent was pure. I just never knew her intent at that age. I was only four to five, so all I could think of is I was truly a monster living in that house. The second thing that I'm grateful for is my father. Well, 
He was the one using his left hand and holding mine to teach me how to hold a pen properly and to write. He can't even write from A to Z with his own right hand, but he would stop his work just to hold my hand and to write with me. He was the one that accompanied me to school and stand outside of my classroom so that I could see him standing beside the Nako window from age seven to nine. From a group of parents standing outside the classroom looking at their child to only him. And he was still there until age nine. These are the two of many precious memories that I have of him in my mind. Him holding my left hand with his and him standing beside a knuckle window looking in. Remember how I described memories as chosen memories? Because our brain does not remember each and every single detail. It's just bits and pieces, and most are faded memories. And more importantly, these are faded memories that we choose to remember. You might wonder, where's my mom when this happened? Well, it took me many years to realize and to understand. Even though she did not directly contribute to my memories positively at that point about being a lefty, but I know for sure that when my father took time off to be with me at the school or teaching me to write, she was supporting the hawker stall business on her own. And at that point, it was very busy and very crowded, but she was there to support the business by herself. And my father was there with me then. My father was the one who managed to convince my mom to stop forcing me to write with my right hand. And I'm forever grateful. At age 35, I get to write on hundreds of flip chart papers with my left hand around the wall with classes that I facilitated. Hundreds or maybe thousands of people get to see my left-handed writing. It is something my parents have never imagined I get to experience in my life. The third thing that I'm grateful for is to meet a lefty friend when I was in primary school. I'm sure I met a few when I was in kindergarten, but unfortunately I can't recall from my memories. My apology. <laughs> but I met this lovely girl at age seven. She's my first lefty friend, and she was the one that made me realize that I'm not alone in this world. I'm not the only left-handed monster. There are more. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was very excited, and I'm still very excited. And of course, I met more lefty eventually. Then I found out we actually made up about 10% of the population, and we have an International Left-Handers Day observed on August 13. How awesome, right? This seven-year-old lovely girl became my friend, and she's still my friend, and I think she's like my guardian angel because she just followed me to every school that I went. 
We were in the same high school. We were also in the same college. So three different、uh, school that we went. Or maybe I was the one trying to follow her. We weren't close all the time, but I remember she came to my house, and I would cook for her, like just maybe eggs and sausages. But she loves it. She used to teach me different subjects and help me in school revision, and of course, sharing each other's secrets, and being there for each other until now. I know for sure, she's a friend that I can count on. This is my story about growing up as a lefty. It has shaped me to be who I am today. If I get a chance to go back to my childhood, what one thing I would change? Honestly, nothing. But if I truly get to go back, I will only tell my younger self: the light is at the end of the tunnel. Shit is about to happen. But like I once said, your wound. Is to get the light in. This episode is to again emphasize the importance of parenting, friendship, and never give up being your truest self. We may not be able to choose how our parent brought us up. They may not be using the right method, but every method is a learning and growing opportunity for us. Every friendship we build is to nurture us and never take them for granted. Before I end this session, always remember, fear never wins. Thank you.